Because like you don't, I mean, you're seeing it more nowadays, but you're also like not seeing as much as you as, as you'd still hope to see. But like seeing what you and your brother did on like, because I, I started following you guys on TikTok first, and I'm mm. like, these guys are like, they're doing something really cool and like the geeky nerd pop culture realm that isn't common in like our community. No, but it's really nice to see. Like it's really cool because you don't know who you might inspire along the way, right? And that's 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 all it takes. That's all it takes. Uh is that that one person to inspire me last week we had a message come through and to be honest bro I'm, I'm not the the person about the, the 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 big views and the likes and you know we yeah. we thrive we live in a society now where we thrive ourselves on how many views and you know how many people following we had oh. a, a message come through uh that said that your podcast inspired me to get into things I love again uh, which I was ashamed of when I was younger and then went yeah. through addiction. He, the, the person went through addiction of, uh, uh, of, of drugs and coming out on the other end and finding a podcast where two brothers just geek out and basically talk about life, movies, comic books and artwork. And that message alone put me and my brother in a state where we're like, we, we genuinely do this for the love of it but getting to see yeah. two brothers just talk about life and, and you know we, we don't talk so about the comic yeah. stuff yeah yeah because you don't know a you know you don't know if someone's going through a so you don't know like how much your content or like the work you're putting out can really resonate and touch them like on an emotional like side because even me like i have i've had a few younger like artists like up and coming artists like hey like because of your work like it's it's kind of pushed me to want to do more of like the things that i like like pop culture anime superheroes because Growing up, yeah, you liked these things, but they weren't really considered the cool things growing up. Like, it wasn't cool to be a nerd. It wasn't cool to be an anime geek. But like with us, we we stuck through with it because we're like, yo, it doesn't matter what we like. If we like it, we like it. It doesn't matter if it's cool or if it's seen as like, popular. Because nowadays we see the MCU, we see the DC movies as terrible as those may be. But we see how popular superheroes are and like pop yeah. culture. Like, I, I, I tell my friends, I'm like, because like, I, I grew up on Drag Ball Z. So that's my as you can probably see a pretty big Dragon Ball Z. Yes, yes, back. yes. <laughs> um, so I will say like, I think anime now is more popular than it was when we were kids because A, social media, we have phones, mm -hmm. we have the internet, we can talk about it more in a, in a, in a community setting. And it's just like, because even like some of the athletes that I've been like, and like the celebrities that I've been very fortunate to work with, the biggest common thing that I've seen is they, they have the same interest in pop culture as I do whether you're a basketball player, a hockey player, whatever, they either grew up on the same shows or they know about it some way, somehow. That's right. So I'm like, it, it truly does bring people together, like the, just pop culture in general. And like, I was talking to another friend yesterday. Um, he's like, anime, like people always thought, oh, it's kiddish, it's childish. But if you really look at some of these properties, they're not for children. They're, they're, they have mature storylines. They have mature characters. And like, they're pretty violent and they're they're quite emotional like i'm not sure if you're like really into anime but like some of these shows kind of like get you going yeah no anime I, i'm <clears throat> so i'm gonna expose my age most of the guys in the podcast know i am 41 <laughs> years old now uh... no way no way <laughs> dude i thought you were I, I, okay i guess how old, how old do you think i am i would say you're in your mid-20s dude oh thank you i just turned 30 <laughs> <laughs> much i thought you were uh... my age I thought yeah, you were like yeah. I, uh, oh, a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. No. 
<laughs> that's a well my little one keeps me keeps me busy and keeps me on my toes but uh i think generally our south asians we just age delayed uh ah, yeah <laughs> we gotta pick our genes <laughs> we do that uh but you know i grew up on akira i grew up on fissa and North oh, Star. so nice. i grew up on the older dominion tank police uh, you know gundam uh, so those are the animes I grew up with. Let my brothers, my younger brothers that are in their thirties, uh, you know Naruto, Dragon Ball Z. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. There's, there's. So I've gone, been able to go through this generation with with that that side of anime, uh, but yeah. me having a love for the the, the original mangas like Akira and, and Fisa North Star, they 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 they, yeah, they still take my funny. breath away now. It's funny because even Akira, like it, it was made, I think it's made in like what the 80s, mid to late yeah, 80s. That's it's right. still to this day, almost th- like over 30 years after, it still holds quality. Like the mm-hmm. animation, the art style, the direction, the story, the mood. Like you still haven't seen anything similar to that, even nope. almost 40 years after, right? So exactly. like that was one that was actually the first animated movie that I've ever seen. As a kid, it's a pretty dark movie to watch, but it was Very. so it, you can see that, like even like like I said before, the 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 in, like the the reach that it has in pop culture, uh, from music videos to other other animes to just the general style of that artwork, it's 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 still so prevalent. And, and uh, yeah, because I used to watch you know like Dragon Ball Z. I mean, I, I the, the, you know the more mainstream, I guess Pokemon, Digimon. I used to watch Naruto, Yasha. Mm-hmm. I recently got into um, Cowboy Bebop. Yes, Cowboy Bebop. Yes, it's yes. actually really. I mean. The live action adaptation wasn't entirely as bad as people think it is. I I, I quite enjoyed it because I watched it after I watched the anime. Okay. And it was pretty good. I think it was really good. I think, I mean, as you know, man, we live in this uh, cancel culture sort of oh, reality yeah. where the views and everything have to play a big part of what we enjoy. Uh, I watched Cowboy, Cowboy Bebop as an anime first, which I absolutely love. Yeah. And yeah. watching it become a live 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 action i'm I'm really grateful that we get to get this content because as you know when we were younger it was animation cartoons magazine comic books yeah uh, we're now getting real life visuals of yeah of, of products that i love like uh and i don't know man some people are gonna that's the thing we're, we're, we're too separated we haven't become one yet we're too separated when it comes to things I- like that I also think it just comes down to like you you need to the people need to understand that it's an anime like the original mm. anime like you can get away with anything yeah. as you know as outrageous the settings are as as crazy as the characters may look you can't necessarily always translate that into live action like mm. you you've probably seen the most recent ant-man trailer right you yes, saw you saw, yeah. you saw modok without his you know without his mask like yeah. people are so complaining say like, bro that's literally what he looks like in the comic books he's just a big <laughs> floating head with tiny baby arms like, how do you think that's going to translate in live action? Like, it's going to look a bit silly, no matter mm. what. That's why I added that like that that mask feature where you yeah. can cover because that makes that that looks more, I guess, like fluid with the rest of the design. But like, if if you're going to see a big floating head and like tiny arms floating on a chair, it's going to be a little ridiculous. Yeah. So like, I find the big thing is that we're getting all the things we want nowadays, all the live action adaptations, all the crossovers. But people are still so unthankful because it's not perfect. It's not exactly like the source material. I'm like, even some of the comic books, we like the source material isn't always the best, or it's not always the most realistic to translate. Mm, like, no, look at all most of the MCU movies. They're not direct adaptations. They they they're either a combination of multiple storylines, 
mm-hmm. or a loose adaptation like like infinity war was not an exact you know a copy of the infinity saga from the comic books like there wasn't no. lady there were certain elements were left out but they mm-hmm. just kind of made their own way to make it still work and i think people I, I was surprised when Cowboy Bebop got cancelled. I'm like, I thought that was really is pretty good for what, what it was worth. Really good, really good. The visuals, yeah, uh, the Wing Chun martial arts. I loved it, man. It's oh, just even the cinematography. Like it was. I think they had a lot of like slow motion scenes, which were really good. Like they were really well done. But again, like, yeah. the other thing that people hate is like, oh, why are you casting a different colored person? I'm like, bro, it's it's literally fiction, man. Like, what are you talking? Like, you can do anything with it. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's 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 a tough one. It's the it's 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 a it's a weird time that we live in because I'm like as bad as a movie or a TV show could be, uh, yeah. and I'm I suppose I'm me and my brothers we're not we're still grateful for the content. Oh, yeah. you know, I'm I'm getting to see this. I mean, uh, but before this, we've gone right into a conversation, yeah. <laughs> and I haven't even done an intro for this brother yet. So listen, yeah. guys. Again, welcome to our first Geek Out session of 2023. Uh, Me uh, being very uh, grateful. I know we've been trying to sort this out for ages. Uh, We've been following each other on TikTok for a while now. Uh, I want to introduce you guys to Rahman Hamid, uh, an amazing artist. Uh, You're based in Canada, right? I'm based in Canada. Yeah, the cold north. (laughs) (laughs) The cold north. Yeah. And we 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 this is the first episode we've actually just really just jumped into conversation and I and I love that I'm I'm happy and glad that I can I can do that because some some episodes do start off very uncomfortable but probably because uh you've been doing like social media with your artwork for a while now and uh yeah I, what I what what drew draw drawed me to your work was like I've always been a pencil paper artist so you upscaling to large canvases, spray cans, and the rest of it. I mean, what, how did you start off your art journey? Oh, man, I love it because every podcast or any, every kind of like interview I do, it's the same story all the time. But like, yeah. I always have new details that I forgot the last time. So, <laughs> I mean, like, to put it simply, like, my art journey started when I was a kid, like, when I was, like, maybe five, six years old. My mm-hmm. mom, she taught me how to paint. She taught me how to sketch. She does a lot of, like, Mendy art like henna art yeah yeah she also does a lot of like hand embroidery work so she, I got my creative side from my mom and I guess I got my business side from my dad because he had apart from his career he had you know halal meat shops he had donair shops shawarma shops mm-hmm. so I kind of got like a little bit of like okay you can be creative with multiple things at the same time mm-hmm. but to answer yeah I was taught how to paint and sketch at a very young age and I kind of just stuck with it through there um and like oh, throughout my whole life, whether it's elementary, high school, junior high, you know, university, I've always been known as that creative person, like the person that can draw, the person that can sketch the best. Um, and yeah, I just kind of stuck with it. Like my my like I I I guess I could say I'm very thankful to have the family support system that I have, given you know South Asian community and what the expectations normally are, right? Yeah. So growing up, my parents were always like, whatever you want to do, whether it's become a doctor, lawyer, yada yada, or become an artist or something different, just put your full effort into it, you know. Don't um don't don't do it with very little effort. Do it with, with the intention of being the best at what you want to do, right? Well, even if it's even if you want to just you know clean washrooms for a living, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's like just do it with the intention that you're going to be the best at it. Mm. So I took that from a very young age, and I was very thankful that I had that support. And I'm like, hey, maybe this art thing can work out into something else, right? Um, and then yeah, fast forward to university. I was this, this is like what 2012, 2013. I really started to see like more traction towards the work itself. Like people were, were finally, I guess recognizing the art uh, mm-hmm. i never took 
formal art classes. I never went to art school. I went to university to study psychology. So I did have the intention of becoming a doctor, but then I saw everything else kind of like taking off as it was. So I'm like, you know what? This is my, my, my true calling. I love creativity. I also love science. Like I do have a scientific background, but I'm, I love kind of combining the two at the same time, so, you know, whenever yeah. I can. But yeah, long story short, it's just like 2015 is when everything kind of started taking off. Like the first big opportunity I saw was in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. um, me and my brother, we had a clothing line and then we, we were, it, it was an invite only show. So we were invited a, a, a probably with a, maybe 30, 40 other brands like total. So it was a huge deal for us. It's the biggest opportunity at that time. So we had about 200 t-shirts, about 30 hats and about 30 paintings. Cause I'm like, everyone's booth is going to look the same. It's going to be either t-shirts, hats, clothing, shoes, apparel, right? So yeah. how, can we, how can we differentiate ourselves from everyone else? So my brother's like, well, you have 30 paintings here that you're not selling. Cause at that point it's more like a hobby that I was doing. I wasn't really focusing it from a professional point of view. So he said, why don't we just take your paintings and like, it'll just grab people's attention naturally. So I'm like, okay, that, that makes sense. So again, this is our, at that time, it was our biggest financial gamble, like on a project or an opportunity. So I'm like, it's either we tried and we succeed or we tried and we fail, but I'd, I'd rather try it nonetheless, because, you know, you don't want to just say no and then think, oh, maybe I should have done it. So we went, it was about, it was about a week trip to Las Vegas. So we had all of our clothing, we had everything, everything set up at our booth, but then we, we had all the paintings kind of making a barrier between like both left and right side and like the front of the booth so like no matter which angle you're looking at it you saw artwork whether it was a Dragon Ball Z painting a Mickey Mouse painting or anything superhero related so that was a really like good idea to say the least because people yeah. were just drawn to the booth naturally they're like oh well, you're you're bringing artwork to a fashion trade show that's different and then from that show we realized you know not just from like a, a profit point of view but just from like what people were like gravitating more towards it was the art more than the clothing. Mm. So from 2015 onwards, I kind of focused more on the on the artwork. And during that trip, we actually met with Floyd Mayweather, the boxer. Um, we went to his personal private gym. It was in La it's just off the Las Vegas trip. I got him two paintings, uh, and then the next day he he invited us back over to meet one of his business partners. I'm like, who 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 could his business partner be that he'd want us to meet? Like he yeah. he by himself at the time was more than enough. So we go back the next day, like right before a flight back to Canada, and it was Warren Buffett. I'm like, <laughs> Warren Buffett, what are you doing? Because like, because my brother is a type that he can talk to anyone. He can he can spark up a, a conversation with a tree. Like that's how much yeah. he, that's how much I guess confidence in the like like social skills he has. Um, so he just goes up to Warren Buffett. I'm like, bro, you can't just walk up to like the sixth richest man on the planet and like shake his hand. But then I'm like, maybe you can. I don't know. Maybe I'm just overthinking it. So then he, so then he's like, "Hey, Mr. Buffett, we have some extra hats left over from our trade show. We would love for you to have one." So we have a picture, and it's all on my Instagram. Like, so if, mm. if no one, if no one ever believes any of the stories I tell, everything's documented, archived <laughs> on my Instagram. So if you want to scroll to like 2015, you'll see everything. So awesome. there's a picture of me, my brother. So like, my brother's five years older than me. So like, we he mm. was he used to like kind of take the lead on like these opportunities, which is great. Um, and I just kind of like, did my thing and showed up. So there's a picture of me and my brother and Warren Buffett like with his arms around both of us as if we were his kids. Like he was talking to us as if, as if like like how me and you are talking like super casual, super like nice and friendly. And then there's another picture of him wearing one of our hats. I'm like that's the richest, I'm like that's the richest head that we've ever had a hat put on. And it was it was crazy. And then from there we we came back to Canada. We're like we have to we have to capitalize on this. We have to keep this momentum going. And you know, alhamdulillah, like the last almost eight years now 
it's crazy how time flies because i was yeah i was 23 when that happened so now like i just turned 30 so yeah seven and a half years um it's just been you know just kind of building off the momentum you know it's like a snowball effect right mm-hmm. you you get one great opportunity you get one great client you post about and that's the power of social media you post about it and people see it and then like if, if that person if that individual posts about it themselves it's like and i hate to use this mentality but it's like a it's like a herd mentality where like their followers will be like, okay well if they like this artist or if they like this person's work then i have to follow them too it's just you know you want to follow what your favorite celebrities are following right or you want to like yeah, the same yeah. it's that sense of connection where it's like we share something similar so yeah, yeah it's just they post about it you get more traction you get more followers more views and then it just you don't know where the opportunities can come from from there right you don't know the way I like to put it, like I'm a firm believer in timing. So you don't mm-hmm. know who's going to see your piece or your work at the right time. Whether it's a company, a brand, or an individual, like you don't know what people see and what they like, right? And exactly. yeah, like it just from there, like I've been just, yeah, it's just then I got married in 2017. And then we had our first daughter in 2020, right when COVID started. Like it's been, it's been a whirlwind, but I wouldn't change it for anything. It's, it's been, nah, that's amazing. Amazing. Crazy amazing. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely amazing, amazing. No, mashallah, dude, that is uh, an amazing story, uh, amazing kickoff, and then the, the rest of it, as you said, it's the snowball effect. Everything else kicks into life and gear, marriage, kids, family. But oh, you're yeah. still doing it. That's the main thing. You're still doing it. And as you were saying, we were saying at the beginning of the podcast was, you know, we're, we're coming from uh, an Asian background where it wasn't the usual you said it there man you were studying science you know what I mean so like that's like Jim Lee's story when you hear Jim Lee's story when I met yeah. Jim Lee he yeah. was telling me you know I'm I was going to be you know a doctor as well and then I'm, yeah. I went into yeah. doing some art classes and you know and he's nice he's running DC now so it's like it's nuts it's absolutely crazy he's, so he's you're right guy, you know like because I read his story like this is like a like a like an abridged version but wasn't it where he uh placed a bet with his parents where it's like give me a year and i'll make it in the comic scene and then if that's not, right i'm yeah. like that's crazy and again like some parents will just say no yeah we're, we're also very lucky that we had understanding you know reasonable parents that are like hey you know we'll give it a shot if it works out it works out if it doesn't it's not the end of the world right yeah my like, dad found it hard though my dad found yeah. it really hard i was in it so i was studying it yeah, yeah, so I was, I was, you know, I was going to be that technician guy. Uh, <laughs> I was going to be the technician. Thing. You studied IT. You probably still know a lot about it, right? A little bit. Not as bad because now my what I do for a living with the art and uh, uh, I work in marketing. So yeah. uh, it's, it having a bit of that knowledge does help when it came to it comes in handy. moving. Yeah, when moving to digital because for yeah. me, I found it very hard from moving to paper pencil using ink and paint to oh man I'm trying to draw on a digital screen and <laughs> yeah. uh, learn Photoshop and things like that. So yes, it, it it did help because I already had a head start in it. Uh, but yeah, my dad he he found it really hard, man. My mum, I as as you did, you 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 got your creative side from your mum. I did as yeah. well. My mum again, she did embroidery and she did yeah. uh, fashion. Uh, when she came to the country when she came to the UK so I get back from my mom yeah moms uh, have that sweet spot for everything we do Um, and (laughs) even my dad like it took it took a little bit of like convincing but like when I think when your parents see that you're truly passionate about it and that like it's actually like working then they're like okay 
this makes sense because they obviously like you also we also can't blame where they come from because no of course they, not they were taught something they were shown different things they were they come from a completely different generation where these things were not common at all and even no, no. now it's not as common but it's it's slowly getting up there right yeah it is it is and hopefully brothers and sisters like us are, are pushing uh our, our ourselves out there in the world to 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 be oh, seen yeah. i mean i think the i think when it kind of hit my dad was i met michael j fox at the 30th anniversary oh. of back to the future when he came to london yeah. Uh, yeah, it's nice. the first time he's come in a long time. I'm a big Back to the Future fan. Uh, I worked on this 30-year anniversary piece with him and yeah. Doc Brown, uh, like the anime, like it was like an animation characteristic uh, cool. piece I did. And the universe works in great ways because he's coming to a Comic Con, and I was like, "Yes, Michael J. Fox, Christopher uh, Lloyd in the same building. I'm booking my tickets. Yeah. Go on the website. Website crashes within two minutes. Tickets sold out." Yeah. So I was like, okay, this is not happening. So I go on other websites to see if I can find tickets. People are selling these for two grand, three grand a ticket, oh, and yeah. I was like, ah, uh, you know what? I, I can't. I can't even justify that cost. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I think it was two weeks before the show was going to kick off. I bought tickets to go to the show, but I won't. I wasn't. I weren't going to be able to see them. All the tickets <laughs> were completely sold out. Yeah. I have a friend of a friend who works in a magazine who follows my Facebook page. And got in contact with me and said, listen, dude, uh, I've got some tickets to go see Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd. Uh, did yeah. you want to share one of your art pieces with them? And I was like, yeah, that's cool, man. How, like, how much? And he was like, no, no, you're going to go in with the magazine. And so, I was like, are you are you joking? I hate, to, I hate to cut you off, but did yeah. you, like, when you're initially trying to buy the ticket, did you have the intention of gifting them the art piece or showing it to them? Or did you want to just go strictly to meet them? No, I wanted to gift them the piece. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's I wanted awesome. to gift them the piece just to say thank you for being a part of my my childhood. That's yeah. coming to my adulthood because <laughs> yeah. uh, it's uh, I've got to meet a lot of artists in my journey where I've gifted them with my artwork to say you guys inspired me to get back into art again because uh, yeah. I stopped art for a long time. I stopped art for like almost fifteen years, you know. Uh, and after my first marriage, after my first divorce, it all came back to me. And yeah, the, lo yeah. the love for uh, comic book culture, pop culture, what the movies did to me and the artwork. But so where, where I was originally, so that happened and I got to meet uh, Michael J. Fox of Christopher Lloyd. And it was like the universe works in such a strange, amazing yeah. Yeah, way. I'm a big believer. And like, obviously, like given our faith, what we believe in, like we always have to believe in timing and plans. Yeah. I'm a big believer that like, Sometimes the things that you want the most in life might not work out the way you want it to, or might not work out at all because there's something bigger and better waiting for you around the corner, right? Yeah, that's right. You know, like, how right. We, like we ask for the things we want, we work towards the things that we want, but we should also like understand that there are things that are better for us out there. So this opportunity from this friend of a friend was so much better and bigger than the initial attempt that you made. Right? Yeah, that's right. And, and because like, I have a very similar, like I have a similar, very similar story with LA Comic Con because I was just in LA Comic Con in December. Yeah. Um, first, at a, first time attending a Comic Con as a fan and first time actually showcasing at a Comic Con. Nice. So I'm not, I'm not going to drop his name quite yet because I'm, I'm waiting until <laughs> next month. But it's a Marvel, it's a, a Marvel actor. And if you know what was happening at LA Comic Con, you might know who I'm talking about, but we'll keep it a secret. So okay. I'm, I'm, actor was having a like an autograph session like a signing booth kind of similar to like what you, i guess michael yeah. j fox lloyd had i couldn't get the tickets because 
they, they weren't really sold out. Just I couldn't leave my booth because I was the only person there. So if you leave your booth at Comic Con, you're lo you're losing sales. You're losing money. <laughs> That's right. Dude, I tried to go like I tried to sneak in like a half an hour break, but I couldn't. I just couldn't make it. It, it didn't make any sense like time wise. So okay, I didn't make it happen. It didn't work. But then in the back of my head, I'm like, you know what? If it's meant to be, it'll work out some other way, right? If I'm meant to meet this person, it'll, it'll work out some other different way. And you know, lo and behold, beginning of the new year, um. I, I just commented on one of their posts on Instagram and they DM'd me after and, and you know, next month, inshallah, I'll be making a mural for their house, a custom mural, which includes their, the hero <laughs> that they play. So I'm not going to say who it is, but I think you might know, or you might, I, I don't I, know. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm working it out. I'm working it out, but I'm very okay, excited. Uh, yeah, so, bro, so very I'm excited. It's, it's again like because because he because i always have a list like or like yeah like a list of a couple like clients or celebrities i want to work with in the in the year so he was on my list for for 2023 so i'm like okay checked off so now i'll because because my list includes him i'll tell you mm. who else is on the list um the rock ryan mm -hmm. reynolds um and tom holland and I know oh. Tom Holland is like next to impossible to like get in contact with, but you never know. You never say never, right? Of course, so. of course, of course. Never say never, never. Even and, with the Rock situation, like yeah, never say never. He interacted with me a year ago on Twitter. Uh, yeah. sorry, that was 2021 when DC Fandom was happening and he released some uh, footage nice. for Black yeah. Adam. I put yeah. it up. He retweeted it with a message and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that was like, kinda, yeah. And that's why I love social media because like with Instagram and TikTok and Twitter, it's more personal. Like they're actually mm. using themselves as opposed to having like a like a social media manager uh, for the most part. So like you don't know when they're looking at their screen and you don't know when your message or your comment is going to pop up and grab their attention. That's right. That's right. You just you, you just don't know. Just just try, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, you know, move on. It's not the end of the world, right? No, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's. I mean, I don't want to bug anybody. Uh, and and I didn't even tag him in that post. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I I actually genuinely thought it was uh, a PR team or a, a fan page, and yeah. I didn't realize till a couple of hours later was, I was like, ah, oh, my my Twitter's like we just started the Brothers Geek Out podcast. Twitter page we were never on social media me yeah. and my brother only done this just on YouTube and we just it was a way because he lives abroad it was a way for us to connect yeah oh nice and I thought you guys that's how same. that's how we that's how we started the podcast six years ago yeah. he moved to Hong Kong uh and we you know with family and anybody who lives abroad friends or family yeah, you, you you lose touch yeah you lose touch you know a call from every day becomes every week to every three weeks to every month and then next thing you know six months so what it was consistent was we're such a close-knit family was like yeah. let's just talk on skype we'll record yeah. the calls and then my brother said just pop it up on youtube see what happens and only yeah, last yeah. like two years ago we started a twitter and instagram account and that's where the interaction happened with the rock i read the message a couple of hours later after it was retweeted and was like, oh my god, I've got like forty four thousand views on here. What's going on? And I was yeah, like, oh my yeah. god, he actually watched the video. Yeah. Uh, and then you know, lo and behold, exactly a year later, I'm getting to shake my hands and party with this dude. It was a surreal, unreal moment. It's it's again, it's it's all about timing, bro. Like you honestly don't know um, when certain things can pay off. But because because again, like I like to believe that hard work will always pay off eventually mm -hmm. it might 
now yeah. might not be tomorrow, might not be right away, but it will eventually always pay off. Because if you're putting in the work, if you're putting in the, an honest, genuine effort, mm. you, the hard work will never go unnoticed. It's going to pay off one way or another. Like someone's going to see it and they'll be like, yeah, let's make <clears> this happen. Or like no, everything of course. will like, align the way it should. And it's, it's also just about having faith, bro. Like I don't, I don't want to get too deep in this podcast, but like you just, you kind of have to have those, especially nowadays. Like if you have faith in like the things you believe in, then why, why wouldn't they pay off? Why wouldn't they work out? Right? No, of course, of course. And, and there's nothing wrong with getting deep, bro. I, I, I love yeah. all my guests getting deep. Uh, I think that's the one good thing about me and my brother. We got so deep on the podcast when we started inviting guests on that we want that freedom to be able to share people's thoughts on here yeah. without being scared of what they have to say. Because I know we're in a culture where it's quite difficult to say things and do things. But I mean, luckily, the listeners that listen to this, they they like yeah. it. They like it. We yeah. got some good news the other day that... Uh, on Apple Podcasts in South Africa, we are number 109 for TV and films. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's huge. That's, that's like, unreal. And, like, my friends yeah, were, like, South crazy. Africa. And I was like, bro, I just, you know, you put yourself out there. doesn't matter where in the world yeah. somebody's going to enjoy it. And the fact that we were at that part of the charts. Yeah. There's millions of podcasts, millions like, of podcasts. Like you're, you're right there with the top one. You're pretty much top 100, dude. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> It's, it's, whole, it's, it's like, that's, that's consistency that's love for what we do uh as yeah. we always tell most of the listeners we don't get paid for this we we genuinely like absolutely love pop culture like my my dad maybe not like it but he's the one who inspired us because those 80s movies ignited oh, this yeah. love for pop culture yeah. and my uncle who was an artist as well who played a big part in my comic book journey uh, yeah. inspired us in that pop culture world even though they still say make sure you don't tell relatives we go in cinema to watch this movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know it's, it's crazy because I, I i remember my earliest film experience was it was either ferris bueller's day out with my parents surprisingly mm-hmm. or it was titanic because every every daisy south asian family loves titanic <laughs> for some reason i don't know why maybe it's the tragic romance maybe it's i don't know but yeah, I still remember like just watching Titanic. Like, we were just because we would always, we we would always have family movie nights. Mm. Like sometimes it'd be like movie like Lagan or like you know Munna by MBBS. But like we'll also yeah. like toss some like Titanic, some Ferris Bueller, just to kind of keep it fresh. And that yeah. I think that mixture of like the Western and Eastern cultures kind of helps shape who I. Because I'm a big, I'm I'm an, I, I I I like to think that I'm a nice balance of both. Like I I know my culture. I know where I come from. I know what I need to know. Um, yeah, my, my Urdu isn't the best, but I can I can survive on it. <laughs> like my wife is there to like translate for me because she her hers is per- perfectly fluent, right? But like I can live there, I can go there, I can I can visit. It, it's fine. Like I know where my people come from, but I also know the the, the culture, society, because I I was when I was born and raised in Canada. Like I know where hmm. I grew up at the same time. But having parents that kind of introduce you and allowed you to see a little bit of both of it. We're yeah. not just oh, you can only focus on the Western side because that's where we live, or you can only focus on where you come from because that's who we are. Like, if you find that perfect balance, it allows you to have interests like pop culture, superheroes, movies, uh, but while also knowing, okay, this is what you know Ramadan is all about, or this is what mm-hmm. Eid's all, about, this is what we're, this is what our belief system is. Like, I think that's a, and kind of going back to Miss Marvel, that's like exactly like exactly what they did. They showed the not just the American Muslim experience, but like the North American 
European Muslim, because I'm sure, like, yeah. no matter where you're from, boy, girl, Pakistani, Indian, you know, Bangladeshi, or anywhere, it's going to be the same experience. Your, your parents mm-hmm. are going to say the same silly things. You're going to have the same cultural expectations. What will people, you know, the whole what will people say kind of thing. And like sneaking around, like kind of like hiding what you're doing. And like, even if it's nothing bad, right? It's just, it's just how it's been growing up, right? Yeah. So think, yeah. Like, although it wasn't the most popular show and like the most well received, like overall. And I get that because it doesn't connect with everyone. But for us, I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm loving this. Like, I'm loving the references. I'm loving like, because because my family's from Lahore, Pakistan, my mm-hmm. like, Lahore and Karachi. So that's, I mean, they were, most of the show was set in Karachi. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is really cool because like, that's where my family's from or that's like where, where we have relatives. And I'm like, they're showing a side of comic books and just like a, a side of like just our actual society that people don't see all the time. Just like how Black Panther is so huge for, you know, the African-American community. Just like how Shang-Chi was huge for the Asian-American community. Miss Marvel was our was our project for that. The, we're like, okay, people, are, people are hearing Urdu. People are hearing Islamic references. They're seeing a mosque in an MCU project. They're, they're, they're seeing Shalvar Kameez. They're seeing, you know, like, <laughs> they showed Eid, bro. I think that's like the second or third episode. It's like the, the main setting was Eid. It's like an yeah. Eid celebration. Like, I've not, like I like there's certain times where I had tears in my eyes and I'm like, well, I mean, why am I crying over this? Like, but then I realized it's like it's it's that emotional connection that th- this is your people. This is it, it, exactly. it wasn't the one thing I told my wife because like she she's not really into Marvel, she's not really into like pop mm-hmm. like, like superheroes, but being married to me, she she's she's slowly getting around to it. So <laughs> so I made her watch Miss. I'm like, if you're gonna watch anything with me, it's gonna be Miss Marvel. Like screw the Avengers, screw Spider Man. Yeah you're gonna watch miss marvel because we have daughters too right so i'm like i want yeah. them to see yeah so the biggest thing for us was it wasn't it wasn't a watered down version of our culture it wasn't like forced it, it was actually authentic mm-hmm. like pronunciations like what certain things meant the fact that they use terms like gin i'm like what <laughs> like when i heard that i'm like what <laughs> we're talking about gins okay but it yeah was, it was, and that's the thing that that's that's that perfect Western Eastern balance, and they showed that with Kamala Khan that she has her Pakistani roots, but she also has her American roots. She has American, mm-hmm. friends, um, but she also has that balance between it's, it's that it's that identity crisis, right? Like, am I more Western or am I more, you know, from back home? But I think if you find that perfect balance between both, why can't you be both, right? Exactly, exactly. I mean, that show proved, and 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 yes, it wasn't for everybody, but yeah. for me, you know. To see a brown person in the MCU, oh man, it was emotional. And 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 having a daughter as well, knowing that she could see somebody like herself on the screen. Oh, now, that's yeah, a big absolutely. important key thing. Is when I was growing up, if it wasn't Bollywood movies, I wouldn't see anybody else like me on the screen. Well, I mean, even if you did, it, it would be the scientist or the terrorist or the cab driver. I'm exactly, like, exactly. Like, we could we exactly we other things, you know, like. Exactly. I mean, I, it's a weird. I've been having a, uh, I had a Twitter, uh, what's the word? Argument. I might as well say an argument. I've had, a, I'm having an argument on Twitter with uh, certain somebody who does, he didn't like my review for Babylon. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. And I can understand this movie has mixed reviews, but I'm a big fan of Damien Chazelle. He's, he's worked for La La Land and Whiplash are absolutely amazing. He has a, yeah passion for cinema he loves music he loves acting he loves scenery he he's amazing at what he does and this movie you know follows a a journey of five creative artists in the movie industry in the 1920s 
and you know you're going from you know people that suffer loneliness in that job uh, being a drug mm. addict uh, racism uh, a lot mm. of racism uh, there's a lot of reference to racism and I think that was the argument we were having online like I live in a world where racism still exists that's what I was oh. that was my whole point because yeah. I think because me saying that it was a great film that I went past the racism part I didn't I lived that every day because yeah. when somebody looks at me they will look at me as he's a Muslim he's got a beard yeah. uh He's reading the Quran on the train, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. You know, so like, you know, I say Alhamdulillah when I sneeze. It's yeah. going to be a part of my life and I, I won't let it distract me. We're going to see it in Hollywood movies all day long. Yeah. Uh, but the I was trying to tell the guy on online that I live with racism every day, dude. And I'm scared for my, you know, I'm always scared for my family members. I'm always scared for my little girl, what she's going to go through and, you know, mm-hmm. The harsher realities of what's going to happen so i didn't want to tell the guy that listen of course i understand the racist the racism that was in the movie but that's what was happening at the time that's what damien was trying to say that you know people of color that were getting into movies had a hard shitty time and i think the guy that you're kind of not beefing with but like discussing this with on twitter he kind of proves the point of the movie yep it's exactly like- like exactly what are you that. like are you missing the point like <laughs> um that's that's the thing it's like even like it's it's so relevant now it, it's i don't think it's ever gonna truly go away it's just more like how how people kind of react to it. even like with black panther the first movie the second movie anything with miss marvel like you see the comments on social media you see the comments yeah. that people, even if they're just being trolls they know that these certain comments will spark a com- like will spark a reaction they'll spark a conversation so whether whether Chadwick Boseman was still around and like he was the black and people would still make dumb comments either way it's like oh it's not that good of a movie blah 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 I'm like bro it might not be a good movie for you because like with me when I first watched the first Black Panther I enjoyed it like mm. I, I didn't think it was like the best Marvel movie I thought it was I thought it was entertaining but then when I saw Miss Marvel I'm like wait I get it now like I'm like because exactly. that was they they that's their culture that's that, that's the things that they like you know the viewers of that movie can relate to just like how the viewers of Miss Marvel like we're like, okay that's that's our sh- you know that's our shit right because mm-hmm, exactly I, I watch a lot of YouTube breakdowns like new rock stars is probably, mm-hmm. probably like my channel and, and when they were breaking down the episodes they missed a bunch of things I'm like again like I, I don't I don't blame them because they're those are things that only we would get right exactly so when they I think they're talking about gins they're talking about like they mentioned Karachi for a second but I'm like okay some some things were there but like they could have mi- like captured so many more you know easter eggs yes uh, but that's right i'm like it's not their culture they uh, you can't expect them to get it like they're gonna do from the super superhero side of it which is what they, they did a great job with but mm-hmm. you can't expect to understand the pakistani the muslim the south asian side of it because that's just not who they are so stay with no. black panther i mean <clears throat> there's a lot well it was groundbreaking and it was absolutely groundbreaking um but like for me like i thought it was a great movie but like uh, obviously it didn't hit me as much as like a show like miss marvel did because of obvious reasons so then when I watched that, I'm like, yeah, no, now I get why people were like absolutely losing their minds over black the idea of Black Panther because it, it's mm. such a huge step step forward in the right direction, right? Exactly, but, exactly. And and Miss Marvel is that as well for us. Like, you know, we're gonna get Miss Mar- the the Marvels later on this year. Uh yeah. and just just, you know, the family dynamics in it, you know, 
yeah it just connected on a different level like yes i teared up plenty of times you know when 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 dad came in the room as hulk and you know that's me man that's me and my daughter you know she's gonna be embarrassed of me when she grows up she's gonna see all of these videos and be like dad man how you put yourself out there like that (laughs) and like just the music like every because i know moon knight kind of started that theme was like with their outros like the first few episodes were like the the arabic music the arabic Mm -hmm. hip-hop like house music but then miss marvel took it to the next level where it's like actual like the buck sunny songs that we would grow up on that our parents even i saw the i watched the first episode with my mom and she was like wait what the hell i know this song i'm like i know like i know you know this song and like i don't know it's just like, i'm still getting kind of like goosebumps right now talking about it it's just yeah like you said that's that, that's you and your daughter the way like butter hulk chota hulk yeah and, like, after that show came up we're like okay halloween's around the corner like, we got to get a Miss Marvel costume for it because Aya is our eldest daughter. She's two and mm-hmm. a half now. And I'm like, she's going to love it. Like, we could have find everything was sold out. I'm like, no, no. Because I'm like, I don't want to do Captain Marvel because that's not the same character. Like, I want to do Miss that's Marvel. That's right. That's right. But the thing I loved about her costume, even like the final costume, like, it was all like meaningful. It was all purposeful. Like, very, very. Like, the actual like bangles were like, were family rooms, <clears throat> which, which we see a lot. Like, you know, Nani, Dadi giving the grandkids, mm-hmm. right? But this time the jewelry had cosmic powers to it, and like the shawl that she re- wears around her, her, I think it's a, it's her it's her waist. It's just a dupatta. I'm yeah, like, okay, that's right. <laughs> and like the fact that her mom was was like for her to come out and tell her parents that I'm a superhero was like the equivalent of a like a South Asian kid telling the parent, I don't want to be a doctor. I want to be something else. I want to be a creative. I want to be I want to be an artist. And the fact that they accepted it, right? Yeah. Exactly, because because like when when she wanted to tell her her dad and brother, they already knew. And then she's like, "Oh, you guys already know." And like, I, it kind of felt like she was thinking more. Like she's she's kind of thinking too much about it. Like how we sometimes find ourselves in situations, especially when we're younger. But then when you really you know when you take a step back, you're like, you know, what? I should have just told them from before because they're fully understanding, or they're gonna be they're gonna come around eventually. Um, but it's just, again so many moments that just kind of hit with you, right? You're like, mm-hmm. that was me, or that's 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 i i kind of I, I definitely relate to that or that's how my kids are going to view me or whatever the case may be right so yeah <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure with you you can probably relate because i i fully i'm fully indoctrinating my children into like the way of the nerd life like i have this marvel <laughs> it has it's, it's it spells out marvel across the chest but like in each letter is a different hero yeah so, so i'm like who's this She's like captain america who is this iron man and the first slide she, she always does this like the actual <laughs> And then she calls um, Scarlet Witch just Witch because like Scarlet's a bit <laughs> And then she does this for Vision because he has he has a Mind Stone. Oh, his so, so I'm like, cute, man. Yes, like, I can I can point out these characters to her, and she's only two and a half, and she knows them. She's recognizing them. And like, yeah, no. in a few years, I'm gonna take them to Comic Con. I'm gonna dress up with them. I'm like, look, this is. I'm not gonna force you to like it, but if you like it, you like it. I'm just gonna mm. show it to you. Right. I'm gonna show it to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I've been like that through Alara's journey. She's gonna be four tomorrow. Yeah. Uh and she's seen me do the artwork. She's seen my collection. She looks at my books and like, you know, Daddy, yeah. which who's this, who's that? And like uh my Funko Pop collection. That's where she's learned most of her characters. So yeah. she looks at the Funkos. Oh they see oh, this. She... <laughs> they see this and they're like they they, they just want to put it on. They just want to put it on. And they see, yeah. I, have, I, have, I have the hat, like I have Mjolnir as well. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to touch Mjolnir because you might actually hit each other with it. But <laughs> again, same thing with you. They, they see, I'm just going to show you a quick little, like a. Yeah, I yeah, guess. go for it, man. 
So this is like the digital workstation, like all the sketchbooks, the paintings. Nice. And like you said, Funkos, right? I have yeah. all my Funkos, my DBZ figures, as you as you can tell, I'm a huge fan. And like yeah. the girls, the girls always go towards this Pokeball. As you can see, there's a <laughs> there because they will yeah. throw it on the floor. But again, like in a casual non-force, there's Miss Marvel piece right there. Yeah, awesome. So yeah, cool. so like they, they see these things around them and they're just like, and again, apart from being bright and colorful, which is very stimulating for kids, mm. it, they learn something new. Like, oh, who's this daddy? Or like, who's this character? Like, what do they do? Yeah, no, that's right. They uh, She asks a lot of questions now, man. She's at that <laughs> age now where I'm reading books to her and making up, you know, I want her imagination to be big and wild. Course, I, I, I no holdbacks and you know whether she goes down the path where she likes pop culture she does if she doesn't same thing yeah. I, i'm gonna take her to her first comic con this year i'm gonna cosplay yeah. as logan and you know i had okay. a dream before okay. yeah and she'd be laura i had a dream that uh before she was born that i went cosplaying and i had a daughter and yeah i was cosplaying as logan so that dream yeah, is cool. becoming a reality slowly so like you know i wanted to see the world uh, yeah uh, you know both uh you know me uh and my my brother she's seen her uncles fully emerged in it <clears throat> even yeah. when you know getting you know she doesn't know who the rock is but you know screaming out daddy's met the rock daddy's met the rock you know yeah, it's exactly. those little things that that, yeah. that really kind of make it worthwhile like we i always say it's not yeah when when they're old enough to know who these people are and then when they look back on these pictures and videos of like oh dad you did really cool things (laughs) 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 exactly i want them to do cool things as well i want to leave back uh i've I've realized like you know my my dad always talks about uh you know name on a legacy you know whatever your yeah. granddad left behind whatever you can do to leave that name behind as well but legacy of of fun you know have a good time legacy, i know we uh, live in a stressful i like that legacy of fun because it's so easy to just be stressed out all the time mm. and if if you put yourself if, if you put your kids in that position where it's like you can only be one thing and yeah. one thing only it really it really just shuts off every other like avenue of interest not even like a career opportunity just like avenues of interest right because i yeah. know people from our you know Pakistani Indian background, they they they've completely shut out certain things that they used to love as kids or when they're younger, mm. simply because you know it's not part of their it doesn't line up with their career or it doesn't line up with like what their parents like say, bro, what the heck? Like I'm not like I didn't I'm not a doctor, but I still love like look, I'll show you right here. Like mm. I have a bunch of these like, journals, like they're like sketchbooks and like journals. Like I have like three four of them that are like packed to the brim with like science anatomy astronomy like i'm not a doctor i'm not a physiologist i'm not an astrophysics or physicist but i still love these things yeah you know and when i see people dropping interest because it's not my career or it's not my nine to five it's like so why can't you just like multiple things why can't if you genuinely <laughs> like it can it can just be a passion project or it can just be a passion that you don't you don't have to make money off of it all the time that's not what no, exactly it's not it's not about making money so it's about getting to do things you you love and enjoy i mean like my brother my brother says it clearly like you know he works for the wall street journal he i still i I can't even he does a big job he basically looks after europe and asia he's got a long title that i can never remember (laughs) but his passion in martial arts and pop culture have yeah. always stuck with him it doesn't bother him and he doesn't care what people say yeah it's something that i love and enjoy yes i do my work yes 
but I get to do the stuff I love. So if I can train and do karate and kickboxing and whatever, mm-hmm. and I get to watch the, you know, Kang join the MCU universe, <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 in it all the way. It's all about the journey. Uh, Bro, all about the journey. I'm 30 years old and I have a Pokemon card in a case. So, I mean, <laughs> what does that tell you? Like, do like, people, I think it's either one or the other. You can mm. have both. Like you can have both, but like you, you can love your job, you can love your career, but you can also love your passions and interests. Even if people think, oh, they might be a little childish or like grow up, they like, no. What do you mean grow up? Like I still hear that, which is weird. Like I see, so I still see people commenting, oh, why do people like superhero movies? They should, they should, they should grow up. I'm like, bro, superhero movies are probably the biggest like you know franchise you can go into as an actor and as a director. These yeah. these are life roles. And it's just pop culture never dies, you know? No, it like, doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. I always get it, you know? Always get it. My dad even says it. You still wearing superhero t-shirts? It's like, yeah. dad, these are never coming off. I'm always going to wear it. It's uh, crazy. But it's... <laughs> it's crazy to think what's going to happen the next year. Because your daughter's turning four. My my daughter's turning three in March. I'm like, mm. what's their MCU going to look like? Or what's their next franchise that they're going to follow look like? Or that's going to be around? Because... Because if you think like it's, it, I'm getting a little way too philosophical here. Because like a hundred, two hundred years in the future, are people going to look back on the MCU and all these stories as like biblical types of like characters and stories that people follow? See, you know, that's history? this is what I, 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 I have this conversation with my brother, and I tell him, yeah, like you know, it is. It's going to be like you know the 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 biblical movies of the future. You know what I mean? They're going to look back at this in hundred years time. <laughs> and these awesome adventures they went on they saved the universe but people might lose the translation that it was all fictional and not actually real but then people can start debating oh isn't that like how religion is anyways but then that's just a different rabbit hole you want to jump into right so oh yes oh yes that's a massive <laughs> rabbit hole dude because that's yeah. that you know i i i went through a point where i used to think like that before my faith came yeah. back to me yeah because i i genuinely felt like you know is this all made up is this just a way to control? But that was yeah. that's a long time ago. I can I still ask those questions, but I still have my faith now. My faith is the, the strongest it has been ever. You know, I I think it's good to have these questions too because it shows that you don't just. Again, this is getting like a little off topic, but like, sure, like, I'm a firm believer in like the things like in our faith and like the things that we believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, because I see it like like in front of me, like in in my life, like you know how beneficial it is. But then, yeah, there's always moments where you question certain things. And I think that's good because if you question things, it opens that opportunity to learn something new. That's right. right? That's right. But if you question, why is this like this? Do some research or ask the right person and they'll tell you. And then you'll learn something new. You might take that new knowledge and implement it into your day-to-day life. And especially after having kids, man, like your priorities shift so much. Like the second mm-hmm. I was born, um, she was born middle of COVID, like right when everything shut down, like March, 2020. Um I'm just like, okay, everything I do, it used to be for me and my like, you know, me just like as a, as an entrepreneur that used to be for my wife when we got married, now it's for my kids. So mm-hmm. if anything, they, they give me even more reason to keep pushing and like keep putting out the work that I do and like to keep seeking these opportunities because it's not just for me anymore. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, like, when you just have, like, obviously like, we all have those moments where you just like, okay, like, is this, is this enough or is this going to pay off more than I, or is this kind of like the, the peak of it or like whatever the case may be, but it's like, when you have that faith, it kind of grounds you where it's like, yeah, don't worry. This is just the beginning. Like have, mm-hmm. have faith in God, have faith in Allah. And like, I, I personally find whenever I think too much about like projects or like clients, nothing happens. But when I just kind of let go and just say, you know, just 
do my thing, just like put full faith into it. I've seen opportunities come from places I couldn't, I can't even imagine. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like the more you force things, the less they, they actually happen. And the more you just kind of let them be, like they'll happen in ways that you can't even dream of, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I think, I think we all have those moments where like, okay, what is this though? Like, why do we have to listen to that? But then it's like, and the beauty with our faith, bro, like there's literally passages in the Quran that mention details about like a woman's pregnancy, I believe, or like details mm-hmm. about like planets and the stars. And this is thousands of years before like modern science ca- caught up. I'm like, that's right. That's not like, there, there's, I, and I'm completely paraphrasing here, but like, there's this one hadith, I think, that mentioned like the moon being split in two. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I think recently, like not not too long ago, scientists discovered that the moon has like cracks in it and like the same type of locations. I'm like, you know, <laughs> so, so so when you see things like that, you're just like, I don't know, like you shouldn't. It, it's easy, easier said than done. But like, <clears throat> don't worry, you know, things things work out. Things always kind of like things always end up where they need to be right because everything's as we believe in is pre-written right pre-written no yeah exactly you're right what's meant for you always come to you and what isn't simply won't so don't worry exactly exactly but then 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 it kind of goes into the nerdy side of things because we're all big like mcu fans does the multiverse exist and if the multiverse exists do they all believe in islam like do they have different religions do they believe in god like you know like Hmm. then say like, that's just like maybe my, my my fiction side kind of getting the best of me but i don't know it's <laughs> i like to go off on tangents bro like about religion about science about just like because because you know even like the, the the universe we know is so massive right mm-hmm. but then there are things that we're definitely not meant to know or that we haven't discovered but then it's like if there is life out there if there are other parallel realities as they say is it the same as what we have or is it complete do aliens believe in Allah? you know i don't know right <laughs> like, like, i'm just getting it's I'm true just, it's oh. true it's it's like because like my brother he believes in the multiverse he he, he yeah, yeah he, he 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 believes there's different timelines and universes that i you believe, know do even the simplest thing like if i didn't take this podcast today i'm like there's a branch timeline where i did take the podcast or there's a branch <laughs> timeline where i didn't take the podcast exactly or, that know? he sees it that way because there's going to be it's decisions isn't it i think it's from yeah. uh where is it called uh you know what it's gonna bug me now it's from <laughs> uh justice league unlimited i can't remember which animation it was but there was uh a crossover i think it's called infinite earths and there's a crossover crisis no not crisis i think that cartoon was called infinite earths and they had a two different versions of batman it was our man and you had batman i think james wood played the movie yeah 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 so that was it and he says that you know each every decision that we make can cause different multiple bro branches in the universe of if I did that, if I didn't do that, or you went this yeah. direction or that direction, so I still I I loved I love that I lo- I love that sort of uh, mentality that it, there could be you know there could be a universe where I didn't go back to art and yeah. I just continued working and worked in IT and uh, or worked in retail job you know anything could have happened but because like, I, I got married young I got married at twenty five so I'm like what if there's a timeline where I didn't talk to because my wife's name is Aisha. We we we've always been family friends. Like, what if I didn't talk to her? What if I didn't like? You know, mm. what what if? It literally what if, right? Like, <laughs> what, 
but that's the thing because they do i can go on hours and hours like talking about this type of stuff man it's it's insane no def- well, look dude we definitely <laughs> i'd love to get you back on the show again and 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 share yeah, your man. thoughts but i know both of us have uh family lives to to run and i don't <laughs> want to keep it too long yeah but I, I, man i'm grateful that we made the time and you came on bro so I, oh, I'm, bro. I'm 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 really thankful for that uh but before 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 you leave uh because usually i ask most of my guests like you know uh something that helped you along your journey to get to well we're still getting there on your journey yeah. so, like yeah. what is what if you had anything to say to the listeners that get that want to be creative or in the creative field already or finding it hard i mean what is it that what's your thing that you kind of your go-to quote or something that pushes you forward and i think i've already mentioned a few of them like you gotta just keep putting in that honest work put in that hard work you have have to stay true to yourself stay you know you have to have that faith that it's gonna work out it's gonna work out because if you don't have that faith in yourself then what's the point right Mm -hmm. it's like it's not an overnight thing you know a lot of people think oh like like you're you're crushing i'm like yeah like i'm doing like i'm I'm where i am but like it wasn't overnight at all like i told you like i started in 2015 professionally that's right that's almost eight years ago it's just yeah. like truly believe in what you want to do, put your best foot forward, have faith in, you know, whatever your you know belief system is, right? Just have mm-hmm. faith that everything will work out because again, I'm a big believer in the law of attraction, bro. Like you put you, mm-hmm. you put up positivity into this world, you put up good energy, you'll get that back in, you know, in 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 an in an in an abundant amount. And you put out negativity, and you know, we've seen firsthand with certain people like on social media that you put out terrible things and terrible things often happen or like it's just not well received right no, um totally. I, again it's good energy just staying faithful in yourself and like in whatever you believe in and it's being humble bro like doesn't matter how successful you are mm-hmm. as fast as it can all come it can go by just as quickly you know yeah. and that's the biggest thing like you can't think you're better than anyone you can't think because your only competition as a creative is yourself bro like exactly you don't want to think okay i'm going to be better than this person no you have to be better than your best version like I think there's a Jay-Z quote where it's like, may the best of your todays be the worst of your tomorrows, meaning like <laughs> your tomorrows are going to be so good that they'll be considered your best of right now, right? But I don't know, like I'm going, I'm kind of ram- rambling, but you know, just, just stay faithful. No. In your stay, stay, stay true to yourself, believe in the process, trust the process and just have fun with it, bro. Like, Because like you say, it's not about the destination because all these fun things happen in the journey. Because mm-hmm. the destination, I think is just you know we die right because exactly we're still gonna keep we're still gonna keep doing all all these things until we can't do these things anymore so that the journey is always gone it's just be be open to new 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 things new experience new knowledge um and just don't be afraid to ask questions you know no exactly that exactly that dude where can we find you on social media i'm gonna put your links in the description and in the podcast description but where can we find you where's where's your main place where you put up everything I mostly post on TikTok and Instagram. It's mm-hmm. at Ramon Meet Studio. So I'm not going to spell it out, but because I think you'll just put it, you'll put the link on. So yep. uh, in case anyone gets the spelling wrong, like it'll be there. Um, so my main, I, I post everything on Instagram, time lapses, paintings, mm-hmm. all my projects. Uh, same with TikTok. I just started a YouTube channel, same name. I have like 30 followers or 30 subscribers. So, you know, not not monetizing off of it quite yet, but you know we'll get there. Go subscribe, so guys. Go subscribe. Go subscribe. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna put the links all in the description. You'll see it on the yeah. video. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's all it's all the same name, so it's it's easy for everyone to follow. 
Um, no, but that's I appreciate cool. you having me. Uh, I appreciate you making time after like what four months of planning. Um, <laughs> and bro, like I, I, I'd love to do this again whenever you want. No, no, definitely. I think what we should do is after Ant Man and the Wasp comes out, we we can have a discussion. Yeah. Dude, I'm down. Quantum I'm a quantum mania breakdown between us two. That'd be yeah. awesome, bro. I mean, if your brother wants to join it, I'm more than happy to have a three-way, you know, chat. Yeah, yeah, right? let's do it. Let's um, do it. We'll do that, man. So, uh, I'll keep. We'll keep in contact, definitely. But uh, from from me and my brother, I mean, he couldn't make it this time around. But okay. uh, a massive thank you, Rahman, for, for for jumping on the podcast, man. Uh, and 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 to the listeners, you guys out there, you heard it. Believe in yourself. Uh, trust the process. Be humble. Trust me. Be yeah. humble and trust One me. More it, thing. It, Go on. One more thing. It's got to be good to people. If you're good to people, that that positive karma will come back to you in ways. Oh, yes. Different. You always have to be good to people. I'm but, trying to remember yeah. the pers- person's name who said, uh, what, what did he say? What did he say? His name was Kihu Kwan. Hopefully I said that right. That's data oh, and short round yeah. from Indiana Jones. Yeah. yeah. He said at the end of everything, everywhere, all at once is be kind. And oh, my God, it's so important. Be kind. Be kind. Easiest thing to do, and it's honestly the funnest thing to do. Just be 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 a nice person, you know. Simple as that. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Awesome, bro. Well, thank you again. Um, I know it's like what eight p.m. for you. It's it's one p.m. for me here. So again, you're in the future. Seven hours. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am. Thank I'm you. in the future. But bro, massive thank you again. Yeah, uh, have a wonderful day, man. We'll we'll catch up soon. Quantum Mania talk. <laughs>